0: Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina, and I just wanted to tell you about the ways to follow me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what platform you're on, but I'm on all of the podcast platforms, Google, Apple, Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can also follow me on my social media. For those of you who found me through your podcast platform and not on social media, some people have been following me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's how they learned about the podcast. But for those of you who learned about my podcast first, please feel free to follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR, and there's no period. So it's DR Delvina, which is spelled D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. And let's see, I have a website. I mentioned before that the website was under construction, but the website is up and good to go. It is Dr. Delvina Help. So again, the DR is abbreviated, DR. D as in Delta, E L, V as in Victor, E N A, help, H E L P as in papa.com, Dr. Delvina, com. So please go to my website, take a look, peruse the site and see what's going on there. And uh, I'm also, let's see, where else am I? I'm in SoundCloud as well, but I'm not as active on SoundCloud as I am with my um, with my podcast. You know, this podcast has been up since May 2020 during the pandemic. And um, I just love talking about the brain and helping to educate people about their mental health and wellness. So please spread the word. Tell a neighbor. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell a loved one. Tell a significant other. Tell your ex if there's something I've t- I touched on that. Really, that you identify with and you want to share it with someone, share it, please. Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 guys, it's another Sunday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Brand Love Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Delvina Thomas, a board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida, and you're tuning into the Brain Love Podcast. Tonight, I don't have anyone on my couch. Instead, I'm tackling this topic on my own as the board-certified psychiatrist are you ready to take the couch? And I have Instagram on as I'm doing the show live. I want to talk about Carly Russell. Everyone has been asking me my take on Carly Russell. Now first, allow me to give a disclaimer. I do not know Carly Russell. I don't know anything about this young lady until all of these things happened. (laughs) All of these, I'm sorry, reading the comments on the live Um, I don't know anything about Carly Russell just that she staged a kidnapping if you don't know the story about Carly Russell, the lady who has now been charged with two misdemeanor charges, and the stage in her own stage disappearance. um, She just turned 26 a few days ago she was booked and released on bond Friday. on charges of false reporting to law enforcement authorities regarding a kidnapping incident so thus far she is uh possibly going to receive one year in county jail up to a year in county jail or one year of labor in the county or and or a fine of up to six thousand dollars so Um, We all know that these are the possible consequences. She vanished on July 13th after seeing allegedly a toddler on the side of the road walking alone on side of Interstate 459. So, now back up, because I recall on that day, people are making jokes about AKAs and Deltas. No, no, no. I come with love in my heart. I want us to understand what happened here. Um, I recall after this happened, people were sending text messages and DMs about, be careful if you see a baby on the side of the road, don't help the baby. <laughs> so yes, this is what she told folks. So let's go back to the situation. Um So obviously her disappearance alarmed a lot of people. Folks went out looking for her and searching for her. When she was driving her car, she called 911 on the night of July 15th to report an incident that she saw a toddler on the side of the highway in Hoover, Alabama. Um, When police showed up, they saw no evidence of a toddler. They even uh, checked the cameras. The cameras showed Carly's red Mercedes Benz, but did not show any evidence of a toddler walking on the side of the road. Now, apparently she also called a family member and told that family member that uh, she saw a toddler. And actually on the phone, the family member could hear her talking to the toddler, but never heard the toddler talk back or never heard anything, a baby noise or a toddler talking or anything like that. So Um, that goes also that's some evidence against her story that she was kidnapped she claimed that a man with orange hair abducted her and that they took her to some house and she was able to run out of the home and ran through the uh, ran through the woods and made it to her parents house that's the story so tonight I'm talking about what are the possibilities behind the If there's pathology here, what is the pathology? What is the disease? Pathology is a disease. and we know that mental illness, mental illnesses are diseases. So what could have inspired or triggered this situation um, with Carly Russell? Um, according to the family, Carly screamed and appeared in anguish, and then the call went silent by the way. So there was a lot happening in this situation. Um, and there's been rumors that the authorities actually took her to a mental hospital when she was found. So I've seen on some websites that she's planning to plead the insanity plea. She's planning to claim that she was mentally ill and under mental duress and didn't know what was going on when she did this. But I'll tell you this, it's very rare for someone to win an insanity plea. And it's rare because oftentimes people with mental illness who are, let's say, psychotic and schizophrenic, they don't typically commit crimes. They don't kill people. They don't uh, create a hoax that they've been kidnapped because they're too disorganized to do that when they're psychotic. So she is going to have to come with a good story to actually put on this defense that she was insane and did not know what was going on. We call this the insanity plea, which means you're mentally ill during the crime and also you're not responsible, meaning after the crime, you still continue to be under mental duress. So. If she is still under mental duress, then they could find her not criminally responsible. But to me, it sounds like she's no longer under mental duress. Let's say that she was mentally ill during the situation. She is no longer under mental duress because she was able to turn herself in. She hired a lawyer. She talked to her lawyer. She gave a statement to her lawyer. She seems very organized. Someone who was psychotic, typically one of their symptoms, everyone knows that they talk to themselves. Everyone knows about the auditory hallucinations and that they can be paranoid and um, um, you know delusional, not know what's going on, not know what's real and what's fake. But the other thing, the hallmark symptom we see in people who are psychotic or have schizophrenia is that they are very disorganized in their thinking. It's hard for them to answer questions. Sometimes they do what we call um, thought blocking, where you ask them a question and they can't give you an answer right away. They're not spontaneous. Um, They're not speaking to you spontaneously the way I'm talking to you now. Um, And so those are some of the symptoms that we see in someone who is psychotic. Now, Carly Russell is 26, as of a few days ago. Typically, psychosis, psychosis pardon me, and or schizophrenia. Um, the textbook case is a young male who's in his late teens or in his early 20s. Maybe he just started college. And so that's what we typically see. Obviously, there are outliers. I've had patients who had a first psychotic episode in their 30s or in their 40s. And women typically have psychotic episodes at a later age. But there are different things we call them prodrome that leads up to these psychotic episodes. It just doesn't typically happen out of the blue the way it happened with Carly. There's an FBI agent who gave three reasons why what could be happening. This is before Carly was found. And this former, I should say, FBI agent, one of her reasons for what could have happened to Carly when they asked her what could be going on here, she said she could be having a mental health crisis. Now, an FBI agent is not a mental health professional. Granted, she has seen many things in her day as a former FBI agent. I don't know how long she was an FBI agent, but she's not a mental health professional. So I think that should have been left for the mental health professionals. (laughs) Regarding whether or not this young girl had a mental health crisis or was suffering from a mental illness prior to being kidnapped, clearly what we see here is someone who needs love and someone who needs attention. Because typically when people lie or misrepresent, they lie and they misrepresent for attention why do people lie? And so sometimes lying is associated with certain personality disorders as well. Things you may have heard of because you've heard me speak on these topics in the past. I've spoken about narcissistic personality disorder. I've spoken about um, borderline personality disorder. So sometimes lying is in association with this type of mental health challenge. Now, mental um, illnesses are, you know, when we talk about a mental illness, we talk about things like depression, bipolar, anxiety, schizophrenia. A personality disorder is not an excusable reason for committing a crime. So if it's determined that Carly Russell has traits of a personality disorder, or if they diagnose her with a mental, uh, pardon me, with a, a personality disorder, that will not give her or that will not support a claim of the insanity plea because you cannot plead the the insanity plea for a personality disorder. And you can't plead the insanity plea when you're under the influence of drugs or alcohol. That was one of the other reasons the former FBI agent gave Um, when she was asked what could be happening with Carly Russell, this was before they found Carly Russell. So the FBI agent gave three things that could be happening with Carly Russell. She said that possibly she was really abducted or kidnapped. Number two was that she was under the influence of drugs and or alcohol. And number three was that she was in a mental health crisis. So again, a few moments ago, I mentioned why I didn't think there was a mental health crisis a mental health crisis for two days, 49 hours. She hid out on a red roof in, supposedly, allegedly. She hid out on a red roof in for 49 hours. That's what's reported in the news story. A mental health crisis could be six hours. It could be 12 hours. It could be 24 hours. It could be a day or two or three days. It's possible. But does she look like she was in a mental health crisis in her mugshot? No. She does not appear to be in a mental health crisis in her mugshot. I have seen some mugshots where the person is clearly suffering from a mental illness. It's clear. You look at them and you know. Um, Carly is beautiful as ever. She's smiling in her mugshot, and so this would lead one to believe that there's probably there probably was no mental health crisis. Um, this would also lead one to believe that she misrepresented because she was trying to obtain a reward of some sort of some sort of attention. Um, she wanted to be rewarded for something that was not obtainable. Someone just made a good point and said her hair was together. Yeah, that's true because when people are meant and when people are in a mental health crisis, they typically don't take care of themselves. They don't shower, they don't bathe, they don't brush their teeth, they don't comb their hair. Um, and, you know, They don't care about their their presence. They don't care about their appearance. Um, People also lie to win the admiration of others. So I'm kind of doing a bunch of things at once here. I'm talking about why, what could be behind the misrepresentation or the hoax as they're calling it. I think they're trying to be kind and not say lie. But the misrepresentation that she was kidnapped, a lot of times people misrepresent because, or they lie because they're trying to avoid punishment They may lie because they want some sort of reward that typically isn't obtainable. They lie because they want the attention. They lie because they want to win the admiration of others and they're seeking attention. And, you know, and we are a very supportive community, Black folks. When someone goes missing, we are out there. We are trying to get that person um, located. We're doing everything we can to support. And that's what we did. You guys came out. You came out for Carly Russell on fortunate I was going to say unfortunately but fortunately she was not kidnapped she was not abducted so the same way we came out for her to show her love and attention and supported her on that kidnapping let's support her during this transition I don't again I don't know what's going on with her her parents have reported that she has had some depression and anxiety but her parents also reported that she's in good spirits When she made it home, they said that she's doing well and that I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to the effect of being in good spirits. Um, So it sounds like if she wasn't in a mental health crisis, that crisis ended. She was no longer in crisis when she got to her parents' house. And um, clearly she wasn't in a crisis because she was able to go to the police station, turn herself in. She was organized enough to do that. Now. This thing that she could have been psychotic when she called the police, called 911 and reported and called her family member, that was an organized, circumstantial situation that was premeditated. People who are psychotic, again, I mentioned earlier, are not organized. They don't premeditate. They don't think about things and plan things that they want to do. Um, And they certainly don't think about pretending to be kidnapped. This is not the type of, um, these are not the type of activities you see from a person who is schizophrenic or psychotic. Now, if she's trying to claim the insanity plea, which again, this is a rumor, if she's trying to claim the insanity plea, she will have to have a history of something mental because the attorneys are going to ask, okay, if she's had history of mental health challenges, where are the records? Where are the mental health documents? Has she been to an outpatient mental health provider? And what I see in the reports is that she was trying to get to a therapist. Had she ever been admitted to a psychiatric hospital or a facility? I think the answer is no. There's no previous diagnosis of psychosis or schizophrenia. And someone with depression and or anxiety would not, again, I've said this before, they would not create a hoax of being kidnapped. So she may have depression or some sort of depressive disorder or some sort of anxiety disorder, but that is not the thing that led to her misrepresentation of this kidnapping. I believe that those things were combined with something else and that something else was a desire to misrepresent or to lie for whatever secondary gain she was after. And only Carly can answer that question. So let's not, let's not, Make this girl feel um, too uncomfortable and accusing her or calling her a liar. Let's bring love to her. Let's embrace her, because even if the reason for her conduct is that she wanted attention, let's give people attention, good attention. Let's not wait until they do things like try to kill themselves to give them attention. Sometimes people say that someone who tries to kill themselves that they just want attention. If they go to that extreme for attention, there is a real problem. There is a real mental health issue. So I'm praying that her mother and her father have embraced her and they're hugging the heck out of her and they're kissing her and telling her how much they love her. I'm praying that someone gets some sort of mental health treatment to this girl if she was having depression and anxiety previously. I'm praying that she is not on social media and seeing all the memes and all the anger and all the things that we're throwing her way for misrepresenting. I'm sure she's very embarrassed now. Someone mentioned that she needs an alibi. Okay, someone is requesting to be in the live. I'm actually recording my podcast right now. And and on the podcast, I won't be able to hear you talking on the live. So give me a few minutes. And I will bring you on. So, to the folks listening to the podcast, I will be back after this break. I'm going to try and bring this person on live to see if he has a question or a comment, and um, and we'll be back. Okay, guys. While I take a break to take these questions for Instagram from Instagram, I'll be right back. I want you to just this is a little break. Listen to Dexter Bridgman, the CEO and owner of Mia media group, his definition of brain
1: love. Brain love means to me, it's a matter of a cerebral thought. You know, in our community, we have so many issues when it comes to mental health. And it's about loving yourself. It's about accepting your circumstances. It's about loving yourself as it relates to your mental uh, consciousness so the fact that we, t- we talk about brain love or dr. Delvina created this phrase called brain love it's a it's a just a wonderful wonderful uh, concept in fact it's a concept where you embrace it and you take it in and you love it because it's all about your mental health your consciousness about you know we all have our issues especially in the black community we don't express ourselves enough when it comes to our own mental health so dr delvina is making it easy for us especially black men to embrace it brain love
0: all right guys so write in and tell me what is brain love to you we're going to get back to this discussion on carly russell but um Respond, respond either on Apple podcast, on Spotify podcast and send back a record a message for me, or you can DM it to me on Instagram, DM me and tell me what does brain love mean to you? Now back to the discussion on Carly Russell. All right, y'all, I'm back from my little break. I had to break and actually answer some questions from Instagram. <laughs> I got to figure this technology out, man. I have to figure out what do I have to do to try to combine the best of both worlds, you know, combine when I'm um, recording for the podcast and I'm live on Instagram, which I did both. Um, I went live on Instagram and I started, um, and I was recording the podcast. So, you know, I said, I ended uh, the live By saying that, I'm so happy Carly did not kill herself. We have to remember that suicide for some people is always an option. It's always an option. And although we don't want to think about that, and we, some folks, detest suicide as an option because, you know, uh, we all know that temporary problems don't deserve a permanent solution, but that is something Carly could have done. Carly could have killed herself. And we have to think about that. A person who would go to these extremes, there's something regarding that. (sighs) I read somewhere too that Crime Stoppers of Metro Alabama Collected nearly sixty four thousand dollars in donations from Russell's disappearance. So they're returning that money. They are returning the money. And we're not sure if anyone ate it, Carly, but so far, it's seeming like no one aided her, and I think she could pull this off on her own. I mean, she didn't do anything. Lavish, she made a phone call. It wasn't a video call, and 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 that actually begs the question: Why didn't she FaceTime to show the toddler in the street? Right, but she didn't. She didn't do a FaceTime call or a video call. She screamed, and then the phone went dead. Although it didn't disconnect it, she had her family thinking she was fighting for her life, and all these things. And no one else, by the way, saw the toddler walking down the highway. Walking down the highway, um, many vehicles passed through the area. There were a video from highway cameras, but it only shows someone getting out of the driver's side door of Russell's car, which was probably Carly Russell. Um, the video or actually an app on Russell's phone showed her car traveling 600 yards down the interstate. That's when she made the call about the child on the roadside. And she claimed that the kid was barefoot. So let's turn our attention now to the missing black Americans. According to the FBI's 2021 data, Black people make up 31% of missing person reports, and you know we're only 14% of the population. White people make up 54% of missing person reports, and they are 76% of the U.S. population. And according to the co-founder of Black and Missing Foundation, Derricka Wilson, she told CNN that there's nearly 6,000 cases of missing Black people in her database, most of them unsolved. False reports like Russell's are rare, according to Derricka Wilson. And so, thank God they investigated the crime. And I'm also just glad that Ms. Russell did not get so desperate that she decided to take her life, which that could actually suggest something else about the pathology involved here earlier on earlier on in this interview or during this episode you heard me talk about narcissistic personality disorder and borderline personality disorder um I won't I won't digress and go into those things but um those are the two personality disorders that will misrepresent and lie oftentimes for secondary gain. Um, so Russell's case is one that really sheds light on mental health issues. We don't even know what the girl's struggles are. We don't know. Um, her parents mentioned that she was suffering from depression or anxiety Um Her family was forthcoming and expressing their concerns about that. They revealed that Carly had been dealing with anxiety and depression and had sought treatment with a therapist. Um, She confided in her friends and family members about her mental health struggles, uh, but was still finding it hard to cope on her own. Uh, And we know a lot of people are in this situation. Mental health disorders continue to affect millions of people in the United States. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, there's an estimated one in five adults in the United States who experiences mental illness each and every year. But there's still a stigma out here against mental health issues in society. And that stigma prevents people from seeking help. And not seeking help can lead to serious consequences. Um, We know that suicide is one of the worst consequences of of these these symptoms. And so we know that uh, people with mental health disorders are more prone to certain situations like substance abuse, which that was mentioned, as I stated earlier. The FBI agent mentioned that one of the three reasons why Carly could do this was one of the reasons was that she was intoxicated on drugs. The other reason was that she was actually kidnapped. And the third reason was that she was in a mental health crisis. Now, this is something the FBI agent um, stated before we knew it was a hoax. They interviewed this former FBI agent to ask her what her thoughts were, if she thought this could be real or not. And those were the three answers she gave. And I actually like her answers because basically she was saying, listen, we have to believe people when they say, Something like being kidnapped, because can you imagine if we didn't believe and we didn't help this girl, that might have actually pushed her over the edge. That may have pushed her over the edge. So the former FBI agent was correct in in stating the things that she did. Um, I think she should have stayed away from the mental health part of it, considering she's not a mental health expert, but hey, she's probably been working for the FBI in these types of cases long enough to where she is sort of a pseudo mental health expert. But Carly Russell's case, it highlights the importance of mental health care and counseling. You know, this whole thing may just be her, the objective for her may have been to get attention. We don't even know if the depression and or the anxiety drove her behaviors. If that is what truly led to her so-called abduction or kidnapping. But we still have to support her. We still gotta support her and we still we should not be ugly and nasty um, online. We should be as nice as possible and just encourage a girl to get help. We have to pause and consider people who are being challenged with mental health issues and mental health disorders. Um, that's the most important, I think, that's the most important lesson in this case. Now, obviously, we know sometimes people misrepresent and they lie because of personality quirks, because they're attention seeking. And we may have, we probably have all um, encountered someone like that. But until we actually know what the story is, let's love and support this girl. And Carly Russell, I, I just want to tell you, I'm so happy you're still living. I'm so happy you're alive and that you have not. Taking yourself out of here. Nothing is bad enough to take your own life. And you probably haven't even thought about it, but maybe you have. And if you have, I want you to know the devil is a liar. Nothing is worth your life. No man, no job, no family member. You got to love yourself, Carly. If you loved yourself, you would not have taken yourself through the whole. Organize hoax of pretending to be abducted if you loved yourself because you will not allow you to do this to you. So please seek therapy to teach you how to love yourself. And anyone else out there, if you don't love yourself, if you're not allowing yourself to process your emotions and to feel, please seek mental health treatment. You can check out Black Therapy Uncensored. Black Therapy Uncensored was listed somewhere. Uncensored at gmail.com is the, um, the email. It's um, Therapy Uncensored is a Facebook page. You can also go to NAMI.org, N-A-M-I.org. You can also go to the American Psychiatric Association. You can also go on psychologytoday.com. You can also visit my office website, which is brainlovehelp.com. That's B R A I N H E L P. I'm sorry, brainlovehelp, B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-L-P.com. And you can send us an email at info, I N F O, at brainlovehelp.com. All right, guys, that's all I got for you tonight. You asked me my thoughts on Carly Russell and. Those are my thoughts. Brain love. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe, reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs, know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations, limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership, own your mistakes, learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.